0: Welcome to another edition of the Truth Hurts program. I'm your host, Steve Z. Let's get started. Good morning, everybody. Welcome back to the Truth Hurts program, the podcast that tells it like it is. My name is Steve Z, and I run this little exercise a couple of times a day to inform, enlighten, and educate the listener as to things that are going around that you might be aware of might not be aware of, might only be slightly aware of, but need just a little tweaking on explanation. The National Review's Andrew McCarthy attempted to explain the really odd reasoning behind gropey Joe Biden's recent extension of the eviction moratorium, and in doing so, opened the door to proving that Joe Biden has zero respect for our three chambers of power, our three branches of government. You see, there's a massive difference between a dictatorship and a democracy. There is a massive difference between a monarchy and a democratic republic. The United States founders, in their infinite wisdom over 240 years ago, decided that three co-equal branches of government would be the best way to run our new nation. The Congress broken into two bicameral houses the Senate being the upper chamber, the House of Representatives being the lower chamber, were tasked with making law, creating the laws which we all are expected to abide by, whether we are the president or the garbage collector. Whether we are a congressman or a fast food line cook, everyone is expected to obey the laws that were written by the Congress. The Senate, of course, is charged with more of a national focus from the federal level. The House of Representatives, the lower chamber of Congress, is tasked with bringing forth the word of the people, the demands of the citizens at the local and state level that co-equal bicameral Congress makes, creates the laws. Those laws are then sent to the executive branch run by the president, the vice president. Those people agree or disagree and they either sign the bill into law or they veto the bill and say, no, not on my watch. And then as a true balance of power issue, the Congress can override the veto with a two-thirds majority. If it is put into law, it is then incumbent upon the Supreme Court to determine whether that law is constitutional, whether it meets with the high standards of the United States Constitution and its amendments. Co-equal, meaning all three sides have the same amount of power, the same weight, of power. If the Supreme Court thinks a law written by Congress and passed by the President is bunk, it can shoot down that law. Therefore, the Supreme Court has that power. The President can veto a proposed law, so he has that power. And Congress can simply refuse to pass a law, or they can veto, override the President, and send that law into being without a President's signature with a two-thirds majority in both houses of Congress. And then the Supreme Court can still declare that law unconstitutional if it violates the language of the Constitution or does not pass muster. That's how our nation is set up, my friends. It's pretty simple civics. We learned this in the fourth grade, fifth grade, whatever, and again in high school, and then again supposedly in college. And we see it played out every day on the news, except now, for some strange reason, gropey Joe Biden has decided to declare law and say to hell with the Constitution. That makes him a dick-tater. That's right, I said dick-tater. When gropey Joe Biden put his moratorium into effect by executive fiat, he bypassed the lawmaking group in Congress altogether. The hell with you. I don't need you. I'm the president. I'm going to do what I want. Then the courts took up the matter and the U.S. Supreme Court, the law of the land, told Mr. Biden and his administration, what you are doing violates the Constitution. Biden said, so I'm the president. I'll do what I want. What he has done is possibly created irreparable damage to our way of governance. I'm going to read to you something the separation of powers as it is written in our U.S. Constitution and how Gropey Joe violated it. In blatant violation of his solemn duty to execute the laws faithfully, Biden has usurped Congress's legislative authority and has declared himself the power to legislate. And by flagrantly defying an on-point ruling of the United States Supreme Court, he has opened himself, his administration, and indeed the American people, to presidential invocation of the same principle that might in the future allow a Republican administration to downplay rulings of the Supreme Court by creating, inventing, doctoring up, twisting the words, and sustaining their own understanding of constitutionality as per its branches independent interpretive, prerogative. What an even incisive thinker, such as Mr. McCarthy misses, is that the surest defense of the separation of powers is not tut-tutting about the structural protections of liberty, even if those protections are available. The surest defense is what constitutional scholar Hadley Arkis calls the operationalizing in constitutional government of the golden rule. It puts the question of what the principle is behind one's position, and whether he or she would be willing to honor the same principle if it cut against those interests. Constitutionally, Joe Biden has broken the rules, but with a willing media backing him up and every so-called scholar coming to his defense, I feel sorrow and shame for our nation. And I feel really bad for those landlords who are getting screwed out of their contractually due rental payments. That's okay. I'm sure Gropey Joe and his minions in the Democrat side of the Congress will come up with a way to use your tax dollars and my tax dollars to somehow compensate those landlords for some of their losses. Or, they'll do what they always do and make the landlords out to be the bad guys for daring to collect rent from someone who might or might not be suffering from the Wuhan China novel coronavirus of 2019. Perhaps though I doubt it, the Biden administration might just believe it can play dumb long enough for a political solution to the eviction moratorium to come out in Congress. The administration has, however, sprung a trap of its own making by viewing the decisions of the court as only final when it, the administration, views those decisions as being correct. Conservatives, You might want to take some notes here and prepare yourselves for when future Republican administrations can use this moment in history as precedent to defend the principles of Republican self-government as the great President Abraham Lincoln would have urged you to do. This is the Truth
1: Hurts Program. In a world where men who can't cut in as men change their genders without removing their junk. At a time in history where men who couldn't win at their favorite sport as men decided to play dress-up as girls to compete against real females. At a point in time where real men dressed as ugly women beat up on real little girls. NCB proudly presents the 2021 Freakish Olympics. Coming to you live from Tokyo, Japan. The city that sent airplanes to bomb Pearl Harbor just 80 years ago. NCB. A leader in aberrant behavior, transgender athletic supporters, pro-gay promotion, interracial programming, and anything other than natural biological normality proudly presents the 2021 Freakish Olympics. Tune in to see the spectacle, the disrespect for national honor, the shameless self-promotion of unpatriotic displays of anger and hatred, Watch in awe as so-called athletes use this world stage to protest, to antagonize, to demonstrate, and most of all, to fail at their athletic competitions. But it's okay, because they, them, decided to make a statement, to take a stand, to show just how disrespectful representing your home country could possibly be. Tonight on NCB Watch 17 different events Beginning with the shaking of the fist The kneeling at the anthem The spitting on the flag And the display of disrespectful t-shirts As so-called women athletes Show just how disgusting they can be On live television NCB will be there tonight To highlight every single act of kneeling Every shaking fist Every disrespectful hand gesture And of course All the colorful displays of disloyalty And it all starts tonight At 8, 7 central Right here on the networks of NCB The official network of the 2021 Freakish Olympics.
0: Yes, yes, I understand. The Olympic Games ended on the 8th, two days ago. But if I hadn't looked that fact up on the internet, I would not have known because I didn't waste one single moment of my time watching the Olympics. If the United States Olympic Committee had established some basic respect ground rules for the Olympic athletes representing the United States of America. I might have considered it, but the moment these little spoiled, entitled twits decided that they were going to be disrespectful to our nation, to our flag, to our only national anthem, then I would have considered watching the Olympic Games. But the very first knee taken, the very first turning the back on the American flag of the country that you supposedly are representing, the country that gives you the freedom, the opportunity to pursue your perfection of a game that you play. The moment that occurred, my interest level fell to zero. Good news is we have about a year before the winter games that nobody watches, and then three more years before the next summer games are scheduled in 2024. But with the ever-changing COVID crap, who knows when it will be held, if ever. And to all of those so-called woke corporations, those so-called progressive, pro-socialist, pro-communist corporations out there, who supported the disrespectful athletes. I didn't watch your commercials because I didn't watch the games. And I hope everyone who did watch your commercials has something to say to you at the cash register. I'm not buying your products. That's my right. That is my peaceful protest. And if they can be disrespectful to the flag, I have the right to be disrespectful to them, their sponsors, and anyone who claims to support them. That is my right. I'm being petty, but I have the right to be petty. Hey, speaking of COVID, there is a lot of information being passed around on the internet. Some of it is humor-based. Oh, and gosh, Facebook and Twitter, they don't like when you use humor to point out reality when it comes to the Wuhan China novel coronavirus of 2019. Especially not the Delta variants. But this one piece did make me chuckle. It's a picture of tidy whitey underwear. And on top of the underwear it says, If this cannot stop the gas of a fart, then how can this... And they have a picture of a face mask the cloth face mask that people are using supposedly to stop the spread of COVID. It says, how can this stop a virus? I thought that was pretty funny. There's also a doctor who spoke before a school board in a six minute video that is running around the internet and immediately Facebook labeled it as false information. Even though it is from a scientist, from a medical professional who has Loads and loads of research to back up what he is saying. And he, too, points out the fact that this aerosolated virus, this airborne virus, just like MERS, just like SARS, just like all of the other influenza viruses, cannot be stopped by wearing a stupid mask and cannot be cured by a vaccine he also points out the medical fact and points to current happenings such as all of the sudden breakthrough cases which were supposed to be as Dr. Fucci said extremely rare very rarely will you see a breakthrough case and they're not very very symptomatic they're not very severe remember when he lied and told everyone that More and more and more breakthrough cases are being discovered every single day, not only here in the U.S., but worldwide. The severity of those cases, in many instances, far worse than most of those asymptomatic cases people find. And this doctor points out all of the sloughing off of the virus in the vaccinated they're still spreading the COVID-19 virus, even though they're vaccinated, even though they may not be experiencing symptoms, the virus still resides in the host body, in the nasal cavity, in the respiratory system and can still be spread from person to person. The COVID-19 virus was a man-made, manufactured, created biological weapon. It was created using gain-of-function research in the Wuhan Virology Lab, a lab that was supported directly by funding handed to them to the tune of hundreds of millions Of US taxpayer dollars handed over by the Barack Hussein Obama Joseph R Biden administration. Whether they fooled Obama and Biden into thinking they weren't doing gain-of-function research or whether Obama and Biden knew and willingly paid for gain-of-function research, we will never know. But the fact is gain-of-function research was most certainly performed at the Wuhan Virology Laboratory. And whether intentionally or accidentally, the Wuhan China novel coronavirus of 2019, SARS-CoV-2, as it is commonly known in scientific circles, was released and is now a worldwide pandemic of a virus that has a patent both in the United States and in the world patent system. We know that you cannot patent a naturally occurring item such as a flower or a tree or a plant or a bacteria the virus or water or air but you can obtain a patent for any man-made variations any genetic alterations any genomic modifications that you do because then that air that water that soil that leaf that branch That species of animal, that bacteria, that virus is no longer naturally occurring. It has been tampered with by mankind. It has been altered, modified, changed. The Wuhan, China novel coronavirus of 2019, SARS CoV 2, the strain that is currently devastating many populations, as well as several variants the Alpha variant, the Lambda variant, and of course the Delta variant are all products of the man-made, manufactured, created in a laboratory, respiratory, airborne virus that is now plaguing humanity and causing death and causing havoc and economic shutdown and closures of schools and houses of worship around planet Earth. What do you do with the criminal who designs and manufactures a biological terror weapon? What would you have done to the person who invented mustard gas and then used it on troops? You try them in a world court, and if they are found guilty, you end their lives or you imprison them without the possibility of early release because they have committed a crime against humanity. Those virologists at the Wuhan lab, those who funded those virologists at the Wuhan lab, those who supported the virologists at the Wuhan lab, those those virologists who created, manufactured, and dispersed the COVID-19 virus should all be tried in a world court without political interference and they should be made to pay for their crimes. As a side note, if you've ever watched any action movie, any drama, any science fiction movie, any science fact movie, when a laboratory produces something. They also usually produce the antidote. (laughs) What are they waiting for? A way to market the antidote for profit? We are now discovering that the three vaccines used in the United States and the probably 11 or 12 used worldwide are not as effective as they once claimed they should be. Perhaps Donald Trump was fooled. Joe Biden has certainly been fooled, tricked into thinking these vaccines are the cure-all panacea to this man-caused bioterrorist weapon known as the Wuhan China novel coronavirus of 2019. When you have people coming on the television like Fuji, like the head of certain social media companies, and they're pushing and pushing and pushing this vaccine. Even though to you and I, it might be free, we're not having to come out of pocket with a dollar to get that vaccine at our local pharmacy or department store or drive up vaccination site. But trust me, my friends, Those pharmaceutical companies are not doing this out of the goodness of their hearts. They're not doing this altruistically. They're not doing this out of charity and good feeling. Governments are paying billions upon billions of dollars to these pharmaceutical companies for their guesswork in these vaccines. And I say guesswork probably for good reason the Food and Drug Administration, supposedly an apolitical arm of our United States government, meaning they're not politically motivated, they still have yet to give full approval to any one of the three vaccines currently being admitted into people's arms under an emergency use authorization. Now, you can say, oh, well, your hero, Donald Trump, authorized the emergency use. Well, guess what? Gropy Joe Biden continued the emergency authorization of that vaccine trio. I'm not trying to pass blame upon a political party here, people. I'm trying to tell you as I always do. Follow the money. And then look into the politicians and whether or not those politicians are heavily invested in the companies that are receiving that money. Follow the money, follow the money into the needle and follow the needle into the arm and ask yourself why they are so hell bent on making sure every single American gets the vaccine. Knowing now that we know what we know and what we know is the breakthrough cases that Dr. Fucci said were so extremely rare are now more common, way more common, than he lied to us about. The question remains, why in the hell is a single person in the United States of America bothering to listen to that little sawed off rat that rat has been wrong 20 times more often than he has been right you don't believe me look back i'm not going to play the history again don't wear a mask nobody needs to wear a mask then wear a mask and then wear two masks and then if you get the vaccine you don't need to wear the mask anymore and now it's get the vaccine and you still have to wear the mask and oh what the hell Let's cancel all the events again and lock the kids down and don't let them socialize with one another in schools. Let's cancel all the concerts and all of the festivals. Let's cancel all the public gatherings once again. Let's hype and overhype and over overhype once again. Let's talk about emergency rooms and ICUs again and scare the hell out of people, hoping, praying that they'll run down and get a vaccine. And that each vaccine that goes into each arm creates a giant profit windfall for three pharmaceutical companies and those who invested in those three pharmaceutical companies. Of course, don't forget those companies that make the magic masks, which have been proven to be far, far less effective than they lied to you and tell you they are. Remember, if a fart can go through your underoos, the virus can go through a thin piece of cloth. Think about the size of one little cell of virus. It takes a very powerful microscope to even see a single widow. covid If you put on one of these magic masks, either paper or cloth, and go out to your workshop and take out a sander and just sand on some drywall for about an hour, wearing the mask, of course, then remove that mask, and then look at your face. You'll see lots and lots of drywall dust particles, which are hundreds, if not thousands of times larger than a single COVID, and if your magic mask, that piece of cloth or that paper mask, allows those giant, by comparison, particles of drywall dust to come through the mask and deposit on your face, then you know those giant particles of drywall dust are going into your lungs, into your nose, your nasal cavities, your respiratory system as a whole, At that point, you must realize the fact that the magic mask that Dr. Fucci has been pushing is about as effective as your Hanes underwear is at stopping a fart. Try not to be so blunt, but sometimes blunt is what people need to hear. My friends, that is about all the time we have for this edition of the Truth Hurts Program with Steve Z. Go out there and try and make it a great day. Remember to socially distance yourself from others. Wear the useless masks. Get the vaccine, which is proving to be more useless. And understand that even if you are vaccinated, you are still spreading this man-made bioterrorist weapon called COVID-19. We'll see you next time. Make it a great day. Now, we know you are listening to the Truth Hurts Program, but the question is, are you spreading the word and telling your friends, your coworkers, your family members, and even perfect strangers about the Truth Hurts Program? Available on Owl Tail, PodBay, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Radio Public, Apple Podcasts, Listen Notes, Anchor.fm, Radio Public, Radio Public, Overcast, Breaker, pocket casts and other platforms tell a friend spread the word the truth hurts program where we tell it like it is you have been listening to the truth hurts program with Steve Z. Opinions expressed are protected free speech under the First Amendment to the U.S. Constitution. We apologize if you were offended, but we retract nothing. Background music by Jason Shaw and Audionautics. This program, copyright 2021, the Truth Hurts Network.